Earlier this week, I had the realization that there, that at least for me, I have found there to be a relationship between getting really caught up in thoughts about how I think things should work or how I think things should go. And even after practicing mindfulness and mindful coping practices for uh, over 30 years, I'm very uh, open about and very transparent about saying that I certainly have not transcended any sort of, uh, of uh, human uh, vulnerability to getting really uh, wrapped up in or really in making some sort of emotional investment in and, of course, uh, giving energy to thoughts about how I think certain things should work in my life. And I found that there is a relationship. I can't really explain it because I sense that this is something that is is not rational. It's just more what I'd refer to as experiential. That, And I, what happened was I got really caught up this week. I had some things that... Uh, that happened. And I, I, I try to look at these. I don't always do this, but I, uh, I'm open to looking at these as learning opportunities. They feel like complications. They feel like disappointments. Uh, they feel like things that frustrate me. This is how that, uh, I don't want to say this is how these things are presented, but ultimately it's really how I react to what is actually being presented or what's being put in front of me, so to speak, as my life unfolds. I'm not saying that anyone is doing this or that any of this is orchestrated uh, in any sort of rational or planned fashion. It's just life happening. At least this is, I can't say this for everyone else, but this is ultimately in my own experience, this is the way that I have have seen this happen over and over again. And the more that I get caught up in the uh, the thoughts about how I think things should be, I recognize, as I mentioned just a moment ago, that there is definitely a relationship. And this is something that I only could see this relationship. And when I say see it, I really felt it when I got still enough and really paid attention to the thoughts that I was having about how certain things in my life should work. I also saw that it was very closely related to the thoughts about measuring or assessing or just being aware of, uh, you know, wondering what it is that I get out of, of a certain situation, whether it's a relationship with someone that's in my life or someone that I have just met or some sort of endeavor that I am undertaking, something that I'm doing uh, out in the world and interacting with people in a certain way. And, uh, you know, it, it could be something very small, seemingly small, and it could be something that I'm investing a large amount of my life's energy into. Uh, and just because I'm investing all that energy into it does not mean, and this is, I can only say this for me, not for anyone else, but for me, uh, that does not guarantee that what I'm investing all this energy in is healthy for me is nourishing for me and in any way uh, uh, gives me that, you know, provides any sort of joy uh, that, that there is already in life. I, I usually find that for me that joy can't be manufactured. And if I can just be aware of that, if I can just stay open to that, then I can more easily see when I am beginning to take these thoughts seriously. 
I know the thoughts will happen. I'm not, uh, I'm not invested at all in trying to keep these thoughts from happening. It is, it has really been just about what it means to be human in this particular experience, in this particular life that I'm living. And when I, when I get to a place where all I can really see is how I think that it should work, that how, and I realize there's also a component in this of how I want it to work. That is the other thing that I wanted to say today is that if I'm not wrapped up in these thoughts about how things should, should work and wondering and measuring and assessing what I'm going to get out of it, uh, there really is, you know, more deeply, uh, uh, buried within those, uh, those thoughts and identities. Uh, that I can actually see that I this is really about some sort of desire. I want something to go a certain way. I may have no rational basis for uh, expecting something to go that way. Just because I want it to go that way does not mean that it's possible for it to go that way. And I can say this with a smile because I have, have witnessed and watched myself so many times in this life uh, fall prey to this somehow. I've actually allowed, you know, somehow gone into this trance of of really thinking that I know how something should work and being the person that really, really, really wants to get something out of it. And I usually, if I take these thoughts seriously enough, I can put a lot of time and in, in, in energy into what I really want to happen ultimately. And then those thoughts, I I have seen how they actually fuel these other thoughts about, uh, you know, constantly measuring. If I have some idea or belief that uh, I want this to happen, and if it does happen, I will get this or that out of it. These are uh, these are all these are all ultimately thoughts. It has nothing to do with how things are going to actually go, uh, and however it goes. I have found that if I can let, if I can just simply, and I don't want to even say let go of these thoughts, but if I can just have another perspective, some headspace to be able to witness these thoughts and not identify with them, they're just thoughts that are happening. Uh, they're not my thoughts, so to speak. And that's really, uh, you know, where the perspective can open up once I can actually, and the only way I've ever been able to have that perspective, and I don't even know if I would say have it, but I've been able to experience that perspective. It's not something that I can hold on to or cling to. It is simply something that has happened sometimes. I don't want to expect that it will always happen. But when I actually can get still enough, and it, it doesn't even mean I have to be physically still, it's just a matter about recognizing that I'm giving energy to thoughts and beliefs about how I think things should work, uh, and the concerns about what I'm going to get out of it, and even giving energy to uh, the desires of what I want to happen. I'm not saying by any means that it is wrong uh, or bad in any way to want certain things to happen in, in life. It is just that it's the recognition that th those desires of wanting a certain outcome, at least in my case, have uh, resulted in the, also this constant measuring and assessing about, am I really getting, you know, I, I want this to happen. If I do this, 
then I wanted to get this out of it. And, and then that, that all to me implies that I know how this should work. I have some sort of belief about if I put this kind of input into it, uh, then I'm going to get this certain desired output. And it very seldom ever happens that way. And if I had recognized that uh, years earlier, decades earlier, I would not have spent so much of my life uh, basically causing unnecessary suffering by taking these thoughts seriously. What has happened over maybe the last year or two, I can't say exactly how long, there has become this awareness that has that has arisen that I had, this is certainly one of my core issues that I have definitely caused myself a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering because there has been this, these, these thoughts that, that happen, no matter whether I try to make them not happen, uh, they happen. And if I am so busy being the person that's believing them, if I'm wanting things to work a certain way, I want a certain outcome and I'm constantly only looking at this at, as, you know, what good things could happen to me. I really lose sight of, of all of the joy that happens when I simply show up as a human being in however I find myself, wherever I find myself, however it's unfolding. It may not be the way that I want it to unfold. There may not be any uh, semblance at all of an outcome that I am looking for, but I can at least be open to the joy that there is and the richness and the meaning of life just doing what it does uh, without any regard for, you know, my particular take on it, without without uh, any sort of regard for what my desires are, what what I think my needs are, because many times what I think I need is not really what I need. And I can only say that uh, due to engaging in this practice that I can really begin to see that just because I think something should be a certain way and it should work a certain way, that it actually many ca- in many cases doesn't. And it's not because I feel like I'm being punished or that I have somehow done something wrong. I have certainly at times gotten caught up in that because I, I was so deeply invested in believing that this was the outcome that I deserved. And when I can see that, it's not a matter of tearing myself down uh, emotionally and, and or convincing myself that I have no right to expect things to go a certain way. It's really not about that. It's it, And I know naturally as human beings, sometimes it is very uh, easy to get caught up in. We build up a certain infrastructure of thoughts and beliefs. And then the, uh, uh, the belief about that is that the only way to, uh, to ma- affect any change is to somehow tear down all that infrastructure. And, 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 and while that is happening... Uh, in the meantime, it's, it can also entail tearing ourselves down emotionally. And uh, what, I, what I've noticed is that that is not something that has been very helpful. What has really been helpful is to just keep returning back to this practice over and over and over again. And not only can I practice mindfulness uh, in a quiet place, seated in a certain position, uh, engaging in some sort of meditative practice. In this case, it would be uh, actually uh, focusing on what's going on in my mind, paying attention 
to the thoughts themselves, but I can also do this out in the middle of life while it's all happening, while I'm interacting with other people, while, while I have literally very little, if any, control over any of the outcomes. I can certainly make efforts, but if I can make efforts without the need to be engaged in making them with any sort of expectations at all, uh, I know this can get into a lot of thinking about, am I doing the, the questions like, am I doing the right thing? Is this really what I should be doing? I don't really necessarily have any answers for any of that. All I really find is that there continue to be questions. And I have no control over that as well. I can't control that as a human being, I may be really caught up in asking certain questions, which questions themselves in some cases I have found to to also be thoughts that have their basis uh, in beliefs as well. And so if I can just sit with the questions, and I had a teacher one uh, many, many years ago that spoke about this, that if I can have questions <clears throat> without an expectation for answers, and I think that's, I'm not, I just did, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I'm just now realizing this, that I somehow as a child, there was this formulation of this belief that questions and it may be due to the educational process. I don't know that I can really get really deeply into analyzing why this is. But at some point, I found myself as a human being who really believed that there were answers to any question. Maybe not a readily available answer, but if I dug enough and I worked hard enough to answer the question, that I could. And now what I'm finding is many times there really aren't answers to these questions. I just simply sit with the question itself. I sit with the not knowing. And the reason why I bring this up is that I am only sharing this in relation to all of getting wrapped up in all of these thoughts and beliefs and really identifying with them in terms of wondering why something isn't working the way that I wanted it to. The question of why am I not getting uh, out of this particular situation, what it is that I really believed that I would get out of this. And then the question of what is it going to take? What do I really want to make me happy? What it, What is it that I'm really searching for? And in many cases, just recognizing, and I'm not advocating or saying that this is beneficial for anyone else. I'm just simply offering my own ex experience. I don't even want to say that this is a perspective because I'm not really attached to it. It's just really whatever uh, has presented itself as a result of me sitting with these thoughts that I've had when, when being able to be present in my own body. I can't make myself do this. I can't force myself, nor am I trying to do that. It's simply what this is the aspect of mindfulness practice that I find is about practicing returning back to the body, returning back to this, what's referred to as the, you know, returning back home to the heart. There's so many different phrases for this, and I love this, but I found that no matter what phrase I use, it is about returning back into my own being, becoming grounded where it is that I find myself, 
And earlier this morning, before I started recording this, there was just uh, something that came through. I don't know whether it was, it didn't really feel like a thought. It just felt like something that, uh, that just occurred in my consciousness because I wasn't thinking about it at all. And what the, uh, what it was that came through was ultimately that thinking itself and getting really wrapped up in thinking and all the beliefs that come from getting overly invested in this thinking, these particular thoughts, whatever they may be, that getting, you know, getting caught up in this is an out-of-body experience. And I have not even really thought rationally about that. I'm only sharing this because of the fact that as of this moment, at least, I can't say that this will always be this way, that I'm simply willing to uh, to be open to whatever presented itself in front of me. I may not want to know this. I may not like knowing this. I may actually resist knowing this, and I can't even know it rationally. It's just that this is something that has come through as a result of me paying attention, meditative attention, to these thoughts that I found myself getting caught up this week in how I think things should work and uh, feeling some sense of disappointment or frustration or sadness when they didn't really go the way that I thought that they should go. And it's coming back to a place, and I know sometimes all of these thoughts and, you know, feeling, and, and really what I find is when I say I'm feeling disappointment, I'm feeling frustration, what's really happening, at least for me, is that I'm thinking thoughts of disappointment. I'm thinking thoughts of frustration. I'm thinking thoughts about things not going the way that I want, not getting what I want. And uh, constantly measuring these thoughts of constantly measuring and assessing what am I getting out of this? How is this benefiting me? I say all this to say that it is, uh, I can actually pay attention. Mindfulness practice, I guess what I'm saying here is that mindfulness practice itself is really, for me, has been a form of being able to pay attention to all these various thoughts arising and not having any expectation at all of anything changing. And I know the question could be asked, why, you know, why engage in a practice where you can't guarantee a certain outcome? I want to engage in mindfulness practice. And initially I did. I wanted to feel better. I suffered from chronic depression. I wanted to have less pay, psychic pain in my life. I wanted to be less miserable. And thankfully, uh, there was some sort of belief that the, that these things would come to pass. And I know at the end of the day, had I not uh, seen or believed that these things would come to pass, I never would have engaged in this practice. The, uh, my, my, my uh, incredibly big attachment to an overriding attachment to believing that whatever it is I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, that that is me, that it's true because I'm thinking it. Uh, there was no way for me to, uh, to let go of that, uh, until I found myself engaging in this practice. And initially it was in an engagement of, of a practice or in a practice that, uh, there was an expectation of an outcome. I wanted to be a me that suffered less. I wanted to be a me that did not get caught up as much in believing everything I was thinking about what I was feeling at some point. Many years later, I only recognized that it really wasn't even about achieving any outcome at all. 
it was no longer about how I think I should be after practicing or engaging in this practice. Uh, for a lot of years, I became very busy being the guy engaging in mindfulness practice and wanting to teach mindfulness practice uh, to other people and really believing that somehow I was creating a new me, only to find out many years after that that it really that was not the point of any of this. It was not about improving myself or my experience. Sure, there's nothing wrong with suffering less, and it certainly has been a very powerful byproduct byproduct of this. But at the same time, though, what it has really been about has been about practicing and returning back to myself, so to speak, back to uh, opening my heart again, returning back to center, you know, coming back home. I've heard so many different teachers refer to this as different ways, but ultimately what these, these phrases describe, at least what I have experienced, is that it is being present, being fully present, sitting in the mystery of not knowing, feeling things that I don't want to feel, experiencing things that I don't want to experience. And this, these are things like disappointment, frustration, hurt feelings, whatever the case may be, feeling like I'm or really thinking thoughts about, you know, when I say this, it's a habit. I spent so many years saying I feel these things, but really what's happening is whatever emotions I am feeling, I can't really put words to them. I can't name them. I just know that so much of this happens because I feel it in my body. It gives energy to my mind. My mind, because I'm a human being, reacts to these things. And the only way it can do that is by having thoughts, forming beliefs. And then I identify as that person that's having these thoughts and beliefs. And before I know it, it is that out-of-body experience that I spoke of earlier that I really am not in my body. I'm not really here anymore. I'm not aware. And it's amazing to me how if I really get caught up in my thoughts about anything and any expectations or desires and becoming the person being busy wanting these things and thinking these things and believing these things... I'm literally disengaged from everything around me. I can't see any of the good things that are happening. Uh, And they don't have to be happening to me. They can just simply be happening. I have the opportunity and having this blessing of being able, and it's available to any of us who practice this, that there are so many of these gifts that are given in this life journey, but they're not given directly to me. I don't have to receive them directly. I can simply tune into them. I can be here for them as they occur. And it's a lot more impersonal than I ever thought it was. So really, I have found that some of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given have not been given to me at all. I've simply experienced them. And it's not even about having the experiences. It's just simply, at least for me, it has been about being here for these things when they occur without expecting them to occur. They simply happen, not to me, but just they happen as a result of life unfolding. And if I can just be here however I feel, however I am, however it is, however this life is unfolding, without any of these thoughts about how things should work, how things should go, uh, without any uh, getting overly invested in you know having desires for it to go any certain way at all, I've found that there is joy there in that quietude. There is this, uh, there is this pause. There is this cessation of getting, you know, the mind trying to grab onto things. And I've never been able to make myself do it. It's only happened 
when I've engaged in this practice without any expectations for myself or anything else to be any different.